Welcome back to another episode of We Just Talking. We getting right into it this week, fellas. How y'all doing? I'm good. Allergies are kicking my ass, but yeah, I'm thugging it out. This unpredictability of Oklahoma weather, we've we've endured it for decades, but it still sucks ass because your boy feels like he can't breathe. Nah, I feel <laughs> Other than that. that. I'm cool. Yeah, I got Allegra and Zyrtec sitting right by my bed right now, <laughs> <laughs> eating my ass up, bro. Pause. Anyways, um, so we got some topics to talk about. Hopefully, y'all enjoy listening to us. Fellas, we, we tried some beers, or we got some beers to review. Uh, which one of y'all want to start first? Because mine is very basic. I was going to say, I'll let Isaiah take the lead on this one. Okay, so obviously, we got... We got our normal domestics, which, you know, you got your your Dylan Mulvaney's, you got your Coors Lights, you got your you, those. But kind of thinking outside the box, fellas, I tried me a, a, a Mexican beer that not a lot of people probably try. And I got to say, Victoria beer is pretty solid. I can, I, it's smooth. It's a little heavy, but it's got good flavor. I like it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven point seven out of ten. Pull it, you. You don't even have to throw a little salt in it. It's just. It's smooth. It's got good notes. That's probably. That's probably one review that I did. Is um, it? Also, is it real quick? Is it light or is it heavy? Oh, it's heavy. Oh, it's real heavy. <laughs> oh, it's heavy. It, 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 you can almost say it's a good Mexican version of a Budweiser, but way more flavor. Budweiser, you mean? Ah, <laughs> yeah, that, you know Dylan Mulvaney, you know, <laughs> and Isaac Bush. That's why I said you got your Dylan Mulvaney's. You, you know, you got those types of things. But no, Victoria beer is, is is definitely up there. Now they got some crazy IPAs that I've tried, and I can't think of the names of them because they always got weird, abstract artsy earthy folky ass names so I, I don't i didn't even go that route but definitely i'll say mexican beer try try victoria it's solid man that's the only one i reviewed this week obviously we can get into <clears throat> other beers that we've tried before that we can kind of put our stamp on but that's one that i legit tried for the first time this week i'm gonna i'm gonna give y'all a stamp of approval on this this is one day me and the family went to the Crest here in Edmond, and it was a la- it was one of those where I wasn't planning to drink uh, during. It was like during football season, but I wasn't planning to drink. And obviously, being a Steelers fan this year, it was a little rough at, at a particular time. So um, the wife was like, "You might as well just get something and drink, right? Like, I mean, why not?" So we're in there, and I start looking through the beer, like the freezer and all that good stuff, and I came upon it's called Blood Orange. And it's called a, it's it's a cider, but it okay. doesn't necessarily taste like a normal cider, like Reds or Angry Orchard or anything. It honestly tastes mm-hmm. tastes like a grapefruit drink, and it's real. It's, to me, it's really good. It's one of those one of those drinks that it'll sneak up on you. Like you'll be three in thinking that you're drinking just a normal like a normal fruit juice or something like that or a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it'll sneak up on you, bro. I was three and a half, four in, and I was kind of, I had to sit up in my recliner, like, oh God, okay, all uh-huh. right. Oop. So, oh, but they're, they're real, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're real good. I wouldn't say it's one of those beers that 
that is very very if you will it's one of those to where it'll sneak up on you it's it's very good but yeah and it's it's cheap it's only like eight bucks uh for a six pack whatever i was drinking on a budget yeah so it was it was pretty good i don't know if it's seasonal or anything like that but i mean Mm -hmm. it's good it's very good i give it i say seven out of ten honestly all right I was about to say, dude, are those from like East Side Ciders? Those blood oranges? Ah, I think they I, might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Dude, those are those are good, man. Something something light and crispy. I like those. Um, well, you guys know that I like beer. Um, <clears throat> bounced around quite a bit. Had a couple of recommendations from uh, from the owner of my favorite liquor store. Sounds like I have a problem as I say that, but <laughs> <laughs> so. First one, um, not a plug in any way, but Flying Dog. They always have like these like weird like play on word um, names for their beers. He recommended a pale ale there um, called Doggy Style. Had one of those. Oh, oh god. Um, and then there's another there's another one um, that's made in Oklahoma by Stone Cloud, and it's an American IPA called Where's Zappa. Um, and then I also grabbed another one from, uh, Kona, from Kona Brewing called, uh, Longboard, and it's an island lager. Had about uh, in between one to three of each. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can honestly say like for the longboard, like if you wanted something that's kind of like just real crisp, um, Definitely, definitely lighter than an IPA. It's a good one. Scale one to ten, yeah, I give it a. I don't know. Probably say like an eight, like an eight deuce. It was pretty good. And then um, for the flying dog, the uh, the doggy style IPA is one of those. It's like weird in the sense that like they can be heavy or they can you know they can feel like a like a medium body like beer where it's not too light, but not too heavy. And I feel like that one fell right in the pocket there. So I give that one like a, I don't know, probably like a six, eight. And then the where Zappa, I enjoyed that a, a lot more, uh, me personally. So I'd give that a 7.4 out of 10. All good beers. Um, you know, obviously, we, we, I would say that we all drink casually right so you know if you if you wanted to have like two or three and oh i should say that i had one to three over the course of three days that's you know of of each so you know about three beers a day um but if you're like going to a function if you bought a six or a four pack of any one of those you could definitely drink that enjoy yourself not get too fucking shitty and just have a good time. And then that what we're all here for anyways. So that's what I heard, man. One one IPA that I've been wanting to try for a while and it'll lead us into next topic. It's based a hundred percent on nostalgia. The Stone Cold IPA, the the Ooh. Broken Skull IPA. I've Ooh. wanted to try those for a while. I've heard they're really, really good. And I was gonna get some for my birthday. And I looked and a six pack is after shipping like 75 dollars 
That's yeah, that I've never, I've never. Do they even drank sell those at like in stores? No, 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 you have to get it. Yes, in in certain states, I think there's six yeah. right now. Obviously, oh, Texas, Arizona, California. It's me, all West Coast for right. Let me now. tell you something right now. For me to spend seventy five bones on a fucking sixer, I better be able to do a Stone Cold Stunner with perfection. <laughs> after one. After, after exactly after one, and I also better be able to get access to his fucking quad for at least a week. That's insane that they charge that much. I would need for fucking beer, cut a, dude. I would need for seventy five for a six. I'd need to cut a promo on Raw. No, exactly for seventy for seventy five, bro. Does that come better... with tickets to SummerSlam too? Like yeah. <laughs> that better Backstage come with a cameo me. promo. I'm so cold thanking me for paying 75 fucking dollars for his beer. I want a straight cameo. How you doing, brother Isaiah? I just want to tell you something right now. What? Thank you. What? what? For buying my beer. What? what? My beer. What? Yeah, it's I need good. all that. Yeah, <laughs> I need real. all that shit. That's what I'm saying. But speaking of nostalgia, Isaiah, you mentioned a great topic this week, and I had never thought about this, but video games um, that give us nostalgia and Obviously, for me, I have different eras. I can start from my first video game system was the regular Nintendo. I then mm-hmm. got a Sega, a Super Nintendo. One of the games, two games that stand out to me from my early childhood is Mega Man 2, I believe, Ooh. and Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. Nice. Donkey Kong Country was my ish, bro. I could play that for hours and same thing with Mega Man. I used to play a lot with with a couple friends. Turtles in Time. It was a really good game, but it was way too short. Donkey mm. Kong Country and uh, Mega Man Two were the first games that I played. That you couldn't just beat the game in like forty five minutes. You actually had to spend a lot of time with it, which sounds horrible that I was just sitting in front of the game for hours on end. But hey, it was dope. Those are, those are two early ones. But I mean, I have a couple more. But y'all go ahead. What what games? What games take y'all back um, in good times? Definitely, without a question, Sega Genesis, Vector Man. The little green one. ball motherfucker that was running all over the place. That was a good one. That one, for sure. The Batman game on Sega Genesis. Clearly, 007, Goldeneye. Oh, my God. With the theme music. The theme music and, and the music. The music when you died was... <laughs> yeah. Track and Field, Nintendo 64, obviously. Um, those games, and if we're talking about personal gaming systems, well, portable gaming systems, I'm going Pokemon Yellow version, Pikachu. Game I got, Boy or I Game still, Boy Color. Game Boy Color, I still have that game to this day, and I've logged over 180 hours of game time on that thing and i remember to this day t was bad because i wouldn't trade him with the cable link pokemon and he got mad we got to a fight and he cut the fucking cable link <laughs> i'll never forget that shit he probably he he it's starting to stir up memories in his head but i'll never forget it because we had just got that cable link to do that 
and he was wanting one of my Pokemon, and I told him no, and he cut it with a pair of scissors. First of all, I don't know what you're talking about there. But he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, like, yeah, piggybacking off of you guys, dude. Uh, dude, any of the Game Boy Color Pokemon games, gold, silver, um, yellow, blue, red, incredible. Um, yellow, of course. Um Another one that I really enjoyed too was on a Nintendo 64, and that was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. Ooh. Let's go! <laughs> the music, oh yeah. dude, the yeah, music, dude. Heat. That game, that game still has high replayability now. I'm yes. fucking 30 years old. I will be 31 next week. That game, I will still play the shit out of that. The maps, think... oh dude, <sighs> I don't, I don't think kids like realize like how simple times were back then dude like it wasn't it wasn't about like online shit dude it was about like breaking your homeboys fucking high score on a map yeah or on a on a level on certain games or like even like with like pokemon yeah you cable link and you fucking duke it out in the uh in the pokemon in the gym mm-hmm. against each other dude like that is shit that I think our generation appreciates a lot more um, cheat codes. Another one, it's like another game I would think too um, that I really like thoroughly enjoyed, and it's a little, it's a little bit new. Well, I say newer, but it's like two thousand one. NFL Fever. Unpopular Ooh. opinion here, dude. I thought NFL Fever was a better football game than Madden was. Yeah, I think there's a, a couple of football games than Madden because I, I actually enjoyed two K five. Absolutely. Terrell yeah. Owens on the cover. That yeah. game was yep. fucking lit, dude. It's just how they run that I hated. They they ran like robots. But <laughs> the animations that they had looked way more natural on NFL Fever for sure. And on 2K5. It, 2K5 no was cutting edge too because uh your the the AI or the computer mm-hmm. they played they played up to how good you were so as you when you created a profile it would start logging the plays that you ran and how good you were and it would adjust to that and that was in 2004 when that came out so that was like cutting edge and that game was the shit way ahead of its time (laughs) real quick to piggyback off of ut we not only did our generation appreciate those games so much bro i went and bought a skateboard and rolled both of my ankles thinking I was kick flipping because of that Tony Hawk game. Dude, yeah, I mean, like, you get down to brass tacks, man. There, uh, to me, there was no, there was nothing like like that game on there. It was just insane how good it was. And I don't think, like, as we get older too, like, video, like to me, video games, they're not. Um, most of the like games that come out like mainstream games are like not as good to me as like the games when I was little. I don't know if that has anything to do with us getting older or whatever, but I will say that some games now going away from nostalgia, but then like finding like nostal like nostalgic like I feel like games like these games will age well as we get older. Or like any of those games that are just hard as fuck to beat now, because yeah. as you get older, dude, like and they're challenging, and like you get mad at them, but like you know, like all right, dude, I'm just gonna put in the time, dude, I'm gonna get good at this shit. Anything from From Software, I think, is gonna have a lot of replayability. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you guys ever played Ghost of Tsushima. That yeah. game's going to be good. I think Red Dead is going to have a ton of replayability. Thanks. And even, I mean, I don't know, maybe 10 years down the road, but they still keep making content for it now is like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah they're they're working, from what I heard, obviously, uh, on GTA 6. And when G- honestly, when GTA 6 and Red the new Red Dead comes out, they'll break every everything those those are the styles of games that that we grew up on where it wasn't they didn't launch every fall or every august it was you got that game like grand theft auto 3 came out whenever the first playstation i think and i played that and i don't think vice city came out for like two years after that and then after vice city san andreas didn't come out for another two or three years and then from san andreas uh um gta 5 didn't come out until 2013 yeah and yeah now we're still waiting on gta 6 so i think the nostalgia nostalgia from that kind of stuff served us really well it, i know it served me and some of the games also because like i said i early early career or i said early career early life i i could play like super nintendo games um you guys mentioned almost all of the n64 games the only other n64 games there's two and i can play these like i'm i'm waiting for my kids to get older so i can play these two games on uh the nintendo switch that my son has is mario kart and mario party i i love playing those two and then once you get to the playstation and stuff and even starting talking about online at this point they're they're old as shit but uh call of duty modern warfare 4 uh or Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Black Ops 2, and uh, World at War. Those mm-hmm. were, bro. I, could, I mean, I hell, could, dude. I would even, I would even say like Halo 3, dude. Yeah. Halo 2. Halo 2 and yeah. 3, yeah. Those yeah, games. Heat. You know, you'd have, you would sit there and you would have like, like the, uh, like, like land parties, dude. <laughs> we would like. <laughs> plug in and play against each other that way motherfuckers couldn't screen sheet like yeah that was oh man there was there was once we was we was at uh we was at dj's house and dre was notorious for screen cheating you could you would just catch him so him and it was him and lb or him and dj got into a huge ass argument and they they were like, all right, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a TV in the kitchen, and we're gonna put a TV all the way at the other end of the house, and we're gonna stretch these cables all the way through so you can't screen cheat. And yeah, it was DJ. DJ busted Dre's ass, and he was like, I told you, you little screen cheater. Yeah, good times, good times. Man, not only that, man. What about the magazine that would plug us into the Game Informer? Game Informer, man. <laughs> I remember just looking at the pictures, reading the descriptions of the games. A fucking age is showing talking about this shit. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's dope to kind of look back on that kind of stuff and think, man, it's it's not the same. I mean, to to kind of you know play into what T was saying, man, just trying to beat each other's high scores or write down cheat codes that you only figured out on your own or word of mouth or watching. You know, or hearing it's, about them from other people. It you know. sparked real conversations. Like, I feel like we actually had conversations with our friends that weren't just, hey, look at this video I seen. It was, we were talking about games. We were talking about our experiences with things. Like, we couldn't just 
like send a video or something like that we actually had to talk hey man i was playing the game last night and i figured this out oh no shit really how how did you do that and then you tell them like a cheat code or whatever they go home get on gta and you know left right up down l l1 l2 select select (laughs) exactly man i mean that's that's something that we don't we just don't have the luxury of doing anymore there's no there's no grind i think that's kind of why over time, we've kind of transitioned out of playing games as much. I mean, I know we still all do at least a little bit. I know T does just because, you know, Kaysen's playing games now, and every now and again he'll get on some Call of Duty and try to run it. But, I mean, honestly, the game that I've enjoyed playing the most, and it's new, is Red Dead Redemption 2 just because that shit was a grind, bro. Like, it reminded me... (laughs) So much of like, man, I'm gonna play this story, I'm gonna do these missions, but you know, things quick, like that's, that. That's that's what I was mentioning though, is is you don't have to beat that game and it get old in six months because they're already talking about the new game that's coming out. It's yeah. Red Dead Redemption two came out a few years like a while ago. Five years ago now. Yeah, and it's still like when we used to get on and, and just play and do like that it's that shit is heat it's and it's the same thing with with like gta 5 like i can play gta 5 for hours on end and and come back and still be hyped about it and it's been out since 2012 so yeah it's those are the styles those are the types of games man that is it makes everything fun and it's it's similar to the old style and then not to mention a lot of the stuff now and i I catch my son doing and he's five he will watch people play games and be, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you watching people play the game? Why don't you, like, do you want to play the game? No, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, so that's what we're doing now, girl. Yeah. Well, yeah, because no, I, I think it's just a, I think it, it gets people into sort of a, you know, you'll watch somebody play the game because maybe you don't have the game or you'll watch somebody play the game because it's it's a form of entertainment now, but we used to just kick it and watch each other play, you yeah. know, or we'd, we'd pass the sticks. If somebody, I remember playing the game with T, and if he died, he'd pass the sticks to me, and we'd just go back and forth until we passed the level Facts. or something. Fuck, man, let me, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me, you know, let me do some shit like that. And I don't know. It was just... It's so fun now to think about it. Even stupid stuff like memory cards and having to buy memory cards and you know. First time I had to buy a memory card, I was hot. They started. (laughs) They started. They started making games where you had to have the fucking memory card to even get the story mode. I'll never forget this. Was it? It was a WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain with Brock Lesnar on the front of it, and you could not finish the storyline or even get past the first two scenes without a memory card. I was like, are you kidding me, bro? I would just leave this PlayStation on for three weeks at a time. Yeah. yeah. Watch some bullshit. <laughs> but I think that's why a lot of us kind of transitioned away from playing sports games as much. Because, yeah, they had the little online, you know, they had the little creative player story mode thing, but it wasn't the same, man. It's It's not the same. I mean, that's why... You know, I think Marlon, you could speak to this because you played 2K a little bit longer after I stopped. But what was it? Where was the excitement of playing 2K? There was none. It stopped. It. That's why I stopped playing. Every, if if you think that I'm going to get excitement out of creating a brand new dude every year and having to grind that hard 
to be able to go and get waxed in the wreck or pro-am there's no fun in it at all yeah. because the people that are the best at that online they just do the same cheese cheese moves where they just do things that pull you automatically into a screen regardless of how you good are or good you are and then they just pull up from deep it was it wasn't fun it's still not fun that's why i i played i played the new 2k for a day and i have not and will not play it again because it's <laughs> it's 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 if it's worth if i can look at it and say what well, when we lived in more 2k 15 yeah. we used to play pro-am like every day after we would get off work and whatever yeah if i can say that game is 10 times better than the newer 2k games that i did play the last three years there's yeah. no reason for me to even want to play it yeah and then you know what's pretty much once they introduce the uh the idea of how you you know to get the vc you either got to grind it out be an absolute hermit or hey man i could give you a hundred thousand vc for twenty dollars <laughs> you know what i mean once they kind of introduced money into the games it kind of lost i think it lost a lot of value to me as somebody that would play games because you're like shit man i mean i want yeah i have to grind or i'm gonna have to come come out of my pockets to even get good and then you gotta ask yourself how much is it even worth for you to do that it's not not. we're not about to be ranked mad players i mean i got pretty cold at red dead but i actually you know really worked hard on that game and then it still didn't fucking matter because i could go through blackwater and get capped up by some online dude that's (laughs) Fucking rank two sixty five. It yeah. didn't matter. <laughs> you know what I think it is, dude. I think these. I think the game companies realize, like, dude, we don't have to come out constantly with new content. Like, as far as like, like the story, like, like, like yeah. the storyline DLC. If they if they tailored their their online play correctly, they knew that people were just gonna spend money. Yeah, like you know what I mean, and. I hate that. That's one of my big gripes about Red Dead Online was Rockstar invested so much money in consistently creating storyline DLC and online DLC for their story there that I feel like, I don't know, like Red Dead kind of went to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Like they could have done so much more with that game and they just didn't. But like to what you guys were saying with like 2K, it's like Madden. You know what I mean? Like, Every year, it's the same fucking game. There's nothing different about it. Like, just an updated roster. Update, yeah, updated rosters, and like every year or two, they'll put in like some some change to like the passing, but it's nothing like super transcendent. I think that's why, still to this day, I know people that still play NCAA football 2014. Yeah, because they still update the rosters on that game. Yeah, like to this day. You had to go down a previous generation of play, but like they don't care because that game was better than anything that came out. Sad deal. Hopefully the new NCAA game will be better. If it's anything like Madden, I'll buy the first one just to say I bought it, and then I'll never buy another one again. Same. So. <laughs> Same. At- it's supposed to come out this year, right? Either Allegedly. this year or next year. Yeah. It's it's I've heard a couple different rumors, but either way. I'll like you said, T. I'll get it just to get it. But at 33, bro, my my patience for video games is is run out. I can play a uh, cool or something that I enjoy playing uh, for a little bit. But I, for me, so Isaiah, what you said, I agree with. 
but at the same time, I don't want to play a video game. And if I do decide to play online, I'm getting matched up with these dudes that live on the game and yeah. like actual comp level where they're playing this game to make money. I shouldn't be matched up with those dudes. No, and because no. I'm, I'm playing for fun and they're playing for money and it's completely yeah. different. So if I'm yeah. if I'm like a 90 and this dude is an 80, but he plays at comp level and he has all the badges and all this other stuff and he just does a simple crossover and I'm at half court and he breaks my ankles and like it, it's it was just too much for me on 2K. And then Madden, I won't lie to you. I stopped playing Madden after like. Was it Madden? was the last year yeah probably yeah i mean and for me i think it was before that was it what year or what what game was it with uh, calvin johnson on the front oh my goodness you're talking about like 2013 dude 2013 yeah yeah Yeah, that was it for me i don't i don't like it because it's 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 the same game like i feel like i could pick it up and still play it there's a couple changes like the aggressive catching and all of that but yeah i mean bro this shit ain't the 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 quarterback cone vision yeah dude (laughs) And honestly, that was like a really good Madden game. <laughs> was that yeah. Michael Vick? Like that was yep. the first year that that was a thing, yep. dude. Um, oh my goodness, what was I about to say? Skill based matchmaking in video games, I feel like, is starting to ruin them because it, it, I feel like guys who casually play the game and just happen to be good are punished for being good. Like you said, dude, a lot of those guys have to fucking you know who casually play the game, they just happen to be salty. They end up having against like they have to play against a bunch of fucking chads who are like really good yeah and they like Mm -hmm. do this shit they actively stream the game so you're having to compete against a guy who's playing for money and you're just like you're just trying to have a good time dude fucking smoke a couple of fucking dudes and get up out of there (laughs) and you're over here getting you know you're getting your shit pushed in against these guys it's like man it's not even fun yeah you spawn and die immediately you're like bro what Dude, I'm not, fucking, here. Yeah, dude, like dudes play multiplayer and will spawn trap guys. And it's like, dude, like you fucking nerd. Like, go play something else. Yeah, like, yeah. like don't don't ruin my time. Yeah, match matchmaking has killed for me, anyways. And it, and I I do I do enjoy it sometimes where I get just smashed, especially if I get on a groove like on Call of Duty and play like three games and I start just pushing people's shit back and I'm like 24 and six or something like that a couple games in a row i don't mind playing dudes who are super like really really good or whatever but whenever it's like constant even though i'm leaving lobbies and going to another lobby and still getting matched up with dudes like that I'm, man i'll turn the game off and be like man i ain't turning this shit on for a couple weeks yeah man we always yeah. end up going back to it you're like man maybe they will be out this time <laughs> No, I won't. It, it's caused me to stop. Like, I'll get on Xbox on the Game Pass and look up. Like, I've played a fishing game since the last time I've played, uh, <laughs> like, 2K or Madden. So, but, man, in sports world, we have a couple of things that came up. Obviously, Lamar Jackson has his whole issue with the Raven organization, and they go out and sign Odell Beckham. To a was it a one year eighteen million dollars? Fifteen of it is guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed, and the other three is is incentive based. Incentive based. Yeah. yeah. How do y'all feel Did about you, that contract? Uh, well, I think Lamar Jackson should hire his fucking agent first to, for him first. to get that deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I he think is. DeAndre said I want like OBJ and try to get D Hop, you know, and then I'll 
come back and then they signed him because he was worried about cap space. And then they signed him to a one-year $18 million deal. This dude has been healthy for an entire year, basically. He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl in 2022. It has been a year and, what, three months since then? He recovered in six. So he's probably been able to play since week four of this past year and no it was like week, it was like week uh 10 or 12 and he started he he pretty much started going on tour and from this is what i read i don't know how true it is teams would teams would do like a a um a, like a physical on him and he wasn't mm-hmm. passing him so yeah and nobody fucking signed him and yep. you want to know why because he wasn't staying in shape he didn't give two shits he had that incident on the plane where he was drunk or extremely tired and got kicked off of the plane, bro. He's he's ruining his career. Don't get me wrong. He's he's had his injuries, but for him to get that kind of money, he better show up and show the fuck out because did you look at all of his incentives? Yep. Um I don't think he gets to the halfway mark on all of those. On all three incentives. For him to get that yeah, extra but- 3 mil. I don't. I don't think he will either. But just getting 15 guaranteed for a 31 year old receiver who hasn't been healthy for a full season in a while—that's a lot. I mean, it, it theoretically, the the organization can look at it and say, "Look, Lamar, we got you a weapon." And I know Lamar and Odell have been talking and been like, hope planning to spend time together. But I mean, yeah. I think they could have done. A little bit better. <laughs> I feel like he got paid on shit that he did five, six years ago, and it's yep. not relative to who he is as a player now. That's what I'm saying. Like Lamar Jackson should hire his agent to go get him yeah. more money because, I mean, <laughs> Odell just got paid for, you know, he he hasn't even been mid because he wasn't available for the last, you know, couple of years. So, yeah. I mean great you know but yeah i don't think he's I, he's certainly not worth you know what he what he was able to to get from them i think his his ceiling was reached if he if he would have stayed in la which i don't know why he didn't stay in la cuz they were more than willing to resign him but he was wanting that money grab to me if he stays there and he works with Matt Stafford. You got to think of the different quarterbacks he's had since Eli retired. I mean, he's had what? I'm trying to go Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford. He didn't play. Now he's going to have Lamar Jackson. Whenever he was in Cleveland, I mean, they benched Baker twice and put in Jacoby Brissett or Case Keenum. You know, I just, I, I just don't, I don't think that he's worth the price of admission anymore. And I hate the fact that he said I've been an underdog my whole life, and then somebody on Twitter pointed out that he went to <laughs> Newman, which is the same school as all the Mannings. He he went to SEC school, played for a national championship, well, got drafted. Like Three star recruiter, some shit like yeah, he was like a. Th- was he a four? I thought he was like three, three and a half. Uh, did that, 
you know, made multiple Pro Bowls, signed a $100 million deal, and he's been counted out his whole life, y'all. His dad, was was this his dad in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. And his mom was at LSU, Yeah, Mm -hmm. his mom was a sprinter at LSU, too. Um, He's been been grinding all his life, okay? I mean, I'll give him that. He has been grinding, but at the same time, yeah, he was a three-star. But either way, uh, the thing that, that kills me about him is, is like you said he's not he doesn't use his head he could have stayed out in la and benefited from cooper cup and still been very productive like he was in la whenever he started getting healthier before he ended up tearing his acl again but he he could have done that and instead he now goes to a situation which isn't good by any means because of the drama and then also yeah, Odell will help as far as like a route runner if he's healthy, but your other weapon is Mark Andrews, and that's it. Yeah. The defenses can still scheme to stop you, and you're not a number one anymore. It's, no. it's just. And they so. haven't even came out with the story about why he didn't sign with Dallas. I mean, he wanted the bag. That's why. And Jerry wasn't going to give him the bag. He was. I mean, Jerry is as stupid as Jerry is. Jerry is also a genius, and he was not about to sign it. He knew. He, yeah. bro, he's watching Dak throw interceptions like he's the ice cream man going down a neighborhood. So <laughs> he he knew what time it was. Yeah, I think I think that move for him, they probably would have signed him to a five or six million dollar deal, like a prove it deal. Who I Dallas? Think. Yeah, I think Jerry was gonna get. Jerry had been said that he would offer him like one year, four million, or two years, like seven and a half. And he said, and he told him, like, if you sign this, we'll take you. And then the next deal, if you're like, if we're going to keep you, we'll give you the bag. And he was like, no. So he's, it, it sounds like he doesn't want like prove it deals anymore. He wants to make his money, which I understand as far as for the Odell business. But mm-hmm. from a organization, I wouldn't, I, if the Steelers would have signed this contract with Homeboy like that, I would, Bro, I would be on a plane right now. I'd be pulling up on Omar Khan and, and Mike Tomlin like, bro, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> well, and, and that's my point exactly is, dude, I, when you have other players in this league, like you haven't been a notable name since you went to Cleveland. You had a little run with L.A. of playing good. But it was very – it was very skewed because of the fact that you had another receiver on your team that was setting records that same year when you went there. You were a great complimentary piece, and you had a lot of potential. Y'all could have been a star duo in the league, bro. But you – I don't know, dude. He's fucking frustrated. I think it makes me even more pissed off that for some reason my fiance thinks he's resilient. I was like, he had played in a fucking year. Valid. We'll see. I I wish I wish the best for Odell. I I enjoy watching him succeed. I won't lie. He his ceiling at one point was what Jamar Chase is and, and Justin Jefferson's is right now, and yeah. he I there's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of possible bad luck, bad fortune, whatnot. He goes to Cleveland. Obviously, the media is going to tear him apart. He's a diva, uh, so he has to put up with that. And he's also on 
with Baker, whose career at this point looks like it could be very reminiscent of Sam Bradford's, and yes. he's not. He's, and I, I would stretch to say I would have taken Sam because his arm strength and accuracy was a lot better in the league than Baker's was. Uh, yeah. He was just playing in like bad organizations under Jeff. Was it Jeff Fisher? Yes. Yeah. So that that's what I'll say about Sam. But either way, um, he, it's hard for for somebody like for Odell gets to LA like you said. That's the best situation he's been in for a while, and then he fucks it up. Yeah, bro. I well, mean... he didn't fuck it up. He just I'm going to get the bag. Okay, we'll go get the bag. Well, and that bag hasn't panned out for you, at least in the, in in my eyes, because everywhere that you've went, and he was relatively quiet in Cleveland. Yeah, he I, was. But the media, the media painted him as being the bad guy. Remember, Baker's yeah. only throwing it to him because he's a, a hothead and he's he's blah blah blah. Was like, no, Baker was him forcing him the ball. Yeah. Baker was forcing everybody the ball. Baker was was throwing interceptions regardless of who he was throwing the ball to. But yeah, <laughs> oh well, man, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Yeah, and he's gonna be in L.A. next year, right? He just no, signed. He's, no, he's in Buccaneers. Oh, oh yeah, Tampa, that's right. Yeah, top of Bay. Yeah, I forgot. I'm I'm saying this right now for any any Baker lover, and I I I like Baker. I'm an OU fan, but anybody who is a Baker apologist, if he goes to Tampa this year. And he shits the bed with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and the weapons that he has. Get him the fuck out of the league. It's a wrap. I don't know. <laughs> no backup. None of that shit. Get him the fuck up out of here. He said, get him the fuck up out of here. Yeah. But yeah. respectfully. He's got weapons, dude. There's no there's no know. denying that. He's, he's that team will be healthy is, too. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is everywhere he's went, he has been blessed. You get blessed with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb as your running back duo. You get blessed with Odell, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper. David like, Njoku, the, who yeah. hadn't came into his own yet still. Yeah. You Bro. you get blessed with those weapons and you fuck it up. Oh, it's because he's hurt. You don't think anybody else in the league is hurt? Yeah, that ain't no shit. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. You, like, people, I don't know. I ain't even going to go into that. But, fellas... <laughs> We have we have a problem in the in the NBA. Playoffs started yesterday. Yes. I don't know if y'all watched a lot of them. There was one game, the sac the Sacramento Golden State game. Wow, boy, howdy! Wow, that was that was what a game. As, what? Yeah, as as Jr. Uh, Jim Ross would say, "I was a slobber knocker." Good God! But it was a really good game. But we do have an issue in the NBA where you have Zion Williamson who is it's honestly Kawhi Leonard again his the team doctors cleared him hit uh, Zion's Zion's doctors told him nope and he's came out and said that I will not play again until I feel like Zion Williamson and I understand mental health I definitely understand that however I do think that that fat ass contract that you signed is to get you on the court and kind of deal with it I think that the greats like LeBron James, who probably can't go outside without having cameras taking pictures and videos and things like that. I think his mental health is through the roof. And that's what makes him great is that he's able to handle that and continue to be the man. Mm -hmm. Do y'all think that Zion is the issue or do you think it's New Orleans? Do I think he's soft? Absolutely. I think he's the issue. I think he's the issue because – 
Yes, he's... players play, dude. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it's like a it's a cheap cliche, dude. But the guys who want to fucking play, they're gonna play. Yeah, like I'm I'm sorry, dude. Like I understand it's like a hard thing to compare guys to like Jordan, but and like Kobe, those motherfuckers would play hurt. Yeah, it's just it's just this competitive drive that they have. They care, like they care about being the best. They care about their legacy. Dudes like that, man. They it, it, they care about themselves, but in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 totally different. They the care more they about their themselves. accolades than they do their paychecks. Yeah, but like accolades, like more. Zion hasn't done shit. No, no, right? no, I'm saying the old school cats. They cared about. They were obsessive about what they could accomplish and what their goals were. Their accolades meant more than them than their paychecks. I yes. mean, look at Scottie Pippen's fucking deal. It wasn't until the end of that deal that Scotty was like, all right, bro, like I kind of want to get paid now. <laughs> no, that's you know? a fact. It was it was completely different to where back in the day you had to make your name known before you got paid. Now you get paid off of hype. Yeah. hundred percent hype. And Kyle Singler signed a twenty five million dollar deal with the Thunder. Okay. Insane. In fucking sane. Okay. Zion's contract. You gotta think up to that point. When Zion signed that contract, Marlon, how many games did Zion Williamson play in the NBA? He hasn't played, but like maybe 80, I think. I'll look it up right now. I'm going to be generous. When he signed his contract, he had played less than, I think, I think he played less than 60 games in the league when he signed that contract. And this year, he played... 29. Uh, 29. He's played a total of 114 games in three years. Uh, also, I would say, dude, at like some point in time, dude, these organizations are going to have to start holding these fucking players accountable in the sense. And, like, you get this in their contracts where you're like, listen, bud, your money is guaranteed money provided you play 75 80% of your fucking games. That's, like, one of the deals that, like – I know the Redskins, calling the fucking Commanders, uh, that they did with like Carson Wentz, dude. They signed him. They signed him to a pretty, you know, pretty lucrative contract, and they were like, "Hey, man, listen, you'll get this money, but you got to play. You got to take like, you know, like a certain percentage of the snaps. If you don't, you're not getting it." And yeah. you know, they had capable people behind him. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, like, about the league is like, obviously, do I think like. Zion Williamson healthy. Is he a transcendent player? No, I don't think he is. Do I think he's a, a very good player? Yeah. I mean, healthy? Yeah. That guys, he's a stud. But I think that's what they want, though. They want to see him play because they feel like he can be transcendent. Because the games that he did play that I watched. He's good. Bro, he's very good. Nobody, nobody was stopping that man. Well, let me let me I'll, I'll throw I'll throw a nugget out there, dude. Um, you know, our cousin, you know, David Burgess the second, he said something to me that was extremely profound. A lot of the times in in like the sports business, dude, the best ability is availability. And if you can't be available to play, then how good are you really? Yeah. You know what I mean? So as good as he as good as he is when he's healthy. He ain't never fucking healthy. He's kind of like AD. We've seen how fucking talented 
Anthony Davis is when he's healthy, but he stays hurt, man. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. I mean, the one thing that I'll say the difference put value on that. The 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 difference between those two is at least AD always tries hard to come back and play in rehabs. Zion was cleared and doing windmill dunks and three sixties before the fucking game and was like, yeah, I don't feel like it. That, and that's the shit that's absurd to me, dude. Yes. Then don't even the, fucking play. Like, well, like, why are you even doing that? Uh, Gilbert Arena said, and I agree a thousand percent. He said back in the day, if you were hurt and you like you couldn't play or something, the team would say, hey, or the yeah, the organization would come to you and say, hey, as the team is playing, you're going to be in the back riding this bike to get in shape. If as they're playing, you're playing. If you could, right? If you broke something, obviously you can't, but as they're playing you're gonna play they said zion won't even do that he's just there and if you you can tell he's always already uh, he's always been a heftier guy but he's now he's i don't know he's he when i look at him I'm just like that's that's he's overweight for real well he's yeah. gonna be one of those guys who ends up like eddie lacy what's gonna yep. happen is is they're gonna put him on weight restrictions where they're gonna be like all right man listen and it's probably not going to be the Pelicans because they're already fucked. They don't. They probably don't have him <laughs> locked into, uh, you know, weight stipulations into his contract. But that is going to be something that's going to happen moving forward. The next deal he signs, if he gets one, they're going to be like, "Hey, listen, man, you're not going to be able to step on the court weighing anything over 260." The deal is, if you weigh over 260, you forfeit like 20 percent of your contract. It's void. Yeah. If you're over, if you're over 10 10 pounds or 15 pounds over what the playing weight is that we want you at, and you sacrifice 35 40% of your contract. So if you want to play, you can play. But just know that moving forward, you're going to have to weigh this weight. And it's it, it's the most subtle way of calling someone fat and saying they need to stay in shape because these, <laughs> these businesses are paying millions and millions of dollars with the with the understanding that okay you're going to show up you're going to be in shape you're going to play if you're not honoring your part of the contract why should we right it's not a it's not a complicated thing but like yes dude to add insult to fucking injury dude you're over here dunking in pre-games and then you say you don't want to play it's absurd i don't feel like myself right now if i was the organization i would have called him out about that shit me too. I'm like, I'd have been like, dude, what the fuck, man? Well, like, CJ McCollum did. He ca- he came out after they lost in the play-in and said, pretty much, uh, I I don't remember the full quote, but he just said, for us to be successful as a team, we have to be available. If we're not going to be available, then we're, what happened is going to happen. And there's only one person on that team that wasn't available. Yeah. <laughs> and you get and you got to think, bro, in that game, which I watched that game in its entirety, you could tell that the Pelicans are one really good player away from kind of getting over in in my opinion if zion plays there's nobody on the thunder's team that's stopping him nobody they don't have a big enough big man even if he just played like 20 minutes he yeah. would have benefited them a lot he probably would have had at least 16 to 7 16 to 18 points and 9 rebounds in 17 minutes easy yep because they couldn't they really didn't even have an answer for valanciunas he just right. didn't touch the ball as much in that With, game. They're, it's they're absurd, solid, bro. Yeah, now, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think I think the fix to this and what I would do if I was the league, I would do what T said and and take it a step further, not just put it in contracts, 
Um, most people have in their contract that they get certain things after they make first team all NBA, second team all NBA, that kind of stuff, the all-star game. I would start yeah. putting caps on it. You can't be an all an all NBA player unless you play at least 70 games. There's 82, you get 12 off. That's it. If you don't play 70 games, I don't care. I don't care how good you are because as the business of the NBA, we're making money based off of you guys playing. If you guys aren't playing for nothing more than like, oh, you know, I tweaked my, my knee last night or something like that, yeah, then I don't yeah. think you actually give a fuck about your profession. And no. when you see guys like, LeBron, who's 38, play like 70-something games. It can be done. Yeah. These guys just don't want to Agreed. put the time and, and yeah. energy into making themselves available. You realize in 82 games, if you miss 12 games, that's like 20% of your season. Like That's what I'm saying. That's absurd, man. Like, if you can't be there, like, uh, yeah. And a big indicator, uh, I think, as well, is the fact that you know, LeBron at his age has always done a good job of taking care of his body. He is the model of consistency. And it wasn't until these past, what, three to four years that he's missed more than, what, 10 to 15 games in a season? Yep, and it's because he's old. Yeah, he's <laughs> old, real. man. You know? you, That's what yeah. I'm saying. Zion's 22, bro. At 22 years old, and I was not a pro athlete, at 22 years old, I could roll my ankle and the next day walk. So... Yeah. That's because he's they, fucking fat, dude. Like, <laughs> well, and not even not even just him, but like like Kawhi when he was younger, he was the same thing. Ben Simmons, like these guys get these fat ass contracts and then decide I'm not playing. And the organizations feel some type of way because like they could go out in the media and and roast them, but they're afraid of backlash. Fuck that backlash, bro. Come out and tweet. Get your fat ass in shape. Stop being yeah. a crybaby and play. Yeah. It's I this and some people may not like this. But that is their profession. That is how they make money. That's yeah. how they feed their family. The way we make money and feed our families is by going to work. Yeah. If I go, if if I start freaking out and say like, oh, I can't come in for, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't feel it. They're going to cut my black ass so damn fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I look at it from that standpoint. Like, like, obviously, I'm not making as much money for like Dell as Zion's making for the Pelicans, but at the same time, the Pelicans are going to make money regardless. Those organizations have shown that, especially New Orleans, they're they're not the best. But you got to think they've had Chris Paul and Anthony Davis, and now Zion. Like they can draft people who and are Brandon great talent. Ingram is balling, dude. He's yes. quietly one of the better players in the league. Quietly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though is like some some people are very pro player and they think like we i can look at the nba right now and say there's two people maybe three that are more valuable well not now i can't even say three because lebron's not more valuable than the lakers because they're because of the the history but i think step is more valuable than golden state and i think Giannis is more valuable than milwaukee so those are the only two people that i can say whatever the fuck they want i'm going to give them but yeah. everyone else, like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, it goes to show you that, and I mean, obviously this will never happen, but if there was some, because there's game checks, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't play, you don't get paid, but it's still salary. So I think that those players should be, lo- like Ben Simmons should almost be filing for bankruptcy. Because him, so that much. motherfucker hasn't played in 
Do you know that him, Kyrie, <laughs> and KD played bomb, like four dude. games together? Oh, my back hurt. He's so soft, man. Like Ben Simmons, that's he's a waste. Get him out of here. Yeah, he should never play in the league again. And again, I said it starting this whole topic. I understand mental health is a real thing, but I also yeah. think that other players have it and they deal with it. Like that's yes. why you see attitude changes. That's why you'll see people like LeBron who will just say, get the fuck out of my face to reporters because they're dealing with something. He's not saying, oh, you know, no, like I can't play for a month or just disappearing. He's playing. And that's why he's the face of the league. That's why these players that we've seen over the history of the league, your LeBron's, Jordan's, Kobe's, Kareem's, Magic's, Bird's, like all these guys, they're, they're consistent. And I'm going to, to always – Yes, and I'm always going to compare anyone to them. And is that wrong? It could be. But if I look at players like LeBron and Giannis and like Jason Tatum, I can say they're all, they are what the earlier generations were. They're super competitive. They play to win. They are trying to win championships. And they're going to be available for the most part unless there's something, a crazy injury. These other guys are just saying like, like oh, I had a bad day. I can't play. And that sounds very brutal, but that's that's – the real the reality of it is they just it, it allows what, people yeah. to mask their lack of um commitment and initiative and effort all around because somebody that has openly talked about his mental health struggles is Kevin Love and Kevin Love is still playing right now. Kevin Love has time. never missed an extended period of time for that and I think to play off of the Ben Simmons thing about his soreness and his mental health and all that shit, I guess you don't like it when somebody gets in your ass for making a mistake. So how are you going to ever learn from your mistakes? They have been talking about Ben Simmons being like this since he was in high school, and he's never yep. changed. Yeah. People coddle him. This is the real world, buddy. Can't help you. I've said what it time and time again. That's what yeah. happens when your parents don't whoop your ass growing up. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. I, I feel bad for saying it, but I mean, that's why you make millions of dollars. That's, I get, it gets annoying that you have cameras and shit in your face and it, it irritates you. But, you signed up for that shit. Yeah. Trade me places, shit. <laughs> come, <laughs> come go to work Monday through Friday and shit. And be I would love to get shit. bitched out by some dip fuck that I don't know. Like, yeah, I would yeah. flat out be like, bro, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. I, I would, I would be like, Katie, I'm not even finna lie to y'all. I got time. I would, I would make burner accounts and start talking shit just cause. What the fuck is this bum behind a laptop gonna do to me? Yeah, like surface it. level, right? Just like imagine if I like imagine like some dude you <laughs> like some dude who's in the league right now who's like fucking famous making all these millions came to you bitching about something like that. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me, man? <laughs> like, I would much rather get my ass fucking clowned online by some dude. <laughs> Who makes one percent of what I make in his fucking fiscal year? Come to me and tell me how bad I fucking suck at a game, dude. Who fucking cares? Like, I'm like, yeah, you know what, dude? I'm gonna go to bed tonight, making more money in this game than you're gonna make in the next fucking five years, dude. Fuck you. Like, who cares? These guys are soft, man. Fuck. And like, I I I get it, dude. You're getting it from the whole world, but like, life goes on, man. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could go to bed on a pile of money, dude. 
You're gonna really let you're gonna really let Donnie from fucking East Pittsburgh fucking talk shit and like really rent space in your head for free. You're an idiot. Well, just lot like do what Joe Rogan says he does. Just don't read comment. And a lot of these players are like I can't even watch TV. Why the fuck are you watching ESPN or like Fox Sports? Stop. When you really want to watch and see what Skip Bayless says, fuck him, <laughs> bro. I would if 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 I was in in any league and Skip Bayless was talking shit, I'd Richard Sherman him. Or Jalen Rose him. Quick. They would never allow me back on ESPN. Ever. So, yeah. I'm fucking worried about that shit. But anyways, fellas. Um, coming to the end of another great episode of We Just Talking. Which y'all got to leave the people with. Oh, man. Take your, take your once a day allergy meds, man. I, I would say that. Agreed. Isaiah? Um... Let's all talk about just briefly that, fellas, we got to do a good job of never reaching the, the weight of Yokozuna. Man. Let's just let's just always try to stay healthy out here, fellas. If I get stay 800 healthy. pounds, if I get over if I get over 300, I need y'all to come just whoop my ass. Like, whoop my <laughs> ass shit. Every time I, y'all see me, I want to be I, bullied. Bullied I, the weight I, off of me. I think the thing about us is we always – Subtly talk shit and hold each other accountable. Like, hey man, you look a little, look a little husky. You, you all right? You be? <laughs> Bro, if I'm eating like Yokozuna was, homie was 820 pounds. It's a wrap. I didn't know his heart was gonna get. I need to stop. Um, <laughs> but anyways, man, we'll be back and talking to y'all next week. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. We just talking. We out. Peace. Much love, y'all. Be easy.